0: "'All were drawn up in silence on the deck "'and gazed at their captain, who, half-naked, "'held his head high in the midst of these men, "'who usually trembled before him. "'Captain Bly,' said Christian roughly, "'you are deprived of your command.' "'I do not recognise your right,' replied the captain. "'Do not waste time in useless protestations,' interrupted Christian. "'I now speak the sentiments of the bounty's crew.' We had scarcely left England when we had already reason to complain of your insulting suspicions, your brutal proceedings. When I say we, I mean the officers as well as the seamen. We not only could not obtain the satisfaction which was our due, but you set aside our complaint with contempt. Are we dogs, that we should be abused, on every occasion? Scoundrels, ruffians, liars, thieves? You had no expression strong enough, no abuse coarse enough for us. Indeed, had we patiently borne such a life, we should have been unworthy to be called men. And I, I, your countryman, who know your family, and have already made two voyages under you, have you spared me? Did you not accuse me, only yesterday, of stealing some wretched fruit? And the men, they are put in irons when guiltless of a fault. For a trifle they are condemned to receive two dozen lashes. Well, everything is paid for in this world.' "'You have been too liberal with us, Bly. "'It is our turn now. "'You are about to expiate the insults, "'the injustice, the mad accusations, "'the moral and physical tortures "'with which you have overwhelmed your crew "'during a year and a half, "'and you shall pay dearly for them. "'Captain, you have been judged "'by those whom you have offended, "'and you are condemned. "'Is that right, shipmates?' "'Yes, yes, death, death to the tyrant!' "'shouted the greater number of the seamen, "'threatening their captain.' "'Captain Bly,' resumed Christian, "'some have spoken of hoisting you dangling to the yard-arm, "'between sky and sea. "'Others propose to make your back taste the cat "'you have so freely bestowed on theirs, "'until you die under the infliction. "'They lack imagination. "'I have a better plan than that. "'Besides, you are not alone guilty in this matter. "'Those who have always faithfully executed your orders, "'however cruel they were, "'would be in despair at having to submit to my command.' they deserve to bear you company wherever the wind may drive you lower the longboat christian's last words were received with a murmur of disapprobation which however did not seem to trouble him captain bligh who was not intimidated by these menaces profited by the moment's silence to speak officers and men he said in a firm voice in my character of officer in the royal navy commander of the bounty i protest against the treatment with which i am threatened If you have had reason to complain of the way I have exercised my power, you might have had me tried by a court-martial, but, doubtless, you have not reflected on the serious consequences of the act you are about to commit. To lay hand on your captain is to put yourself in revolt against existing laws. It will render a return to your native country impossible, and will cause you to be treated like pirates. Sooner or later, you will come to an ignominious death, the death of traitors and rebels. "'In the name of honour and the obedience you swore to me, "'I summon you to return to your duty.' "'We know perfectly well to what we expose ourselves,' replied Churchill. "'Enough, enough,' cried the crew, ready for any deed of violence. "'Well,' said Bly, "'if you must have a victim, let it be me, but me alone. "'Those of my companions whom you condemn with me have only obeyed my orders.' "'The voice of the captain was now drowned by a chorus of vociferations,' and he was obliged to renounce the hope of moving those pitiless hearts. While this was going on, arrangements for the execution of Christian's orders had been made. However, a lively dispute had arisen among the mutineers, some of whom wished to abandon Captain Bly and his friends without giving them a weapon or leaving them an ounce of bread. Some, and it was also Churchill's advice, thought that the number of those who ought to leave the ship was not large enough. They must get rid, he said, of all the men who, not being directly implicated in the plot, were not safe. They could not depend on those who contented themselves with merely accepting accomplished facts. As to himself, his back was still sore from the lashes he had received for deserting at Tahiti. The best, and the most rapid way of healing it, would be to deliver the captain over to him. He would know well how to revenge himself with his own hand. Hayward, Hallet. Exclaimed Christian, addressing two of the officers without taking any notice of Churchill's observations.